Welcome to Watershed's February podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and cinema curator here at Watershed. This month we'll be looking at two areas. First up is conversations about cinema and the impact of conflict and The Playable City, a project that Watershed has been developing over the past few years. Increasingly, I think about film more as the start of a dialogue with audiences rather than as the escapist form of entertainment with which it has become identified. Today's audiences want to talk about issues raised through film and how they resonate with what is happening in the wider world. As the world becomes more complex, audiences want to engage with that complexity rather than escape into the neat resolutions of Hollywood land. Last year, we launched conversations about cinema in partnership with Bristol University, which took the shape of an introduction in the cinema followed by an informal discussion in our cafe bar. This has opened up conversations on subjects as varied as the historical roots of the slave trade and the archaeology of plantations through 12 Years a Slave, the situation in the Middle East through Omar, Dostoevsky, morality and cinema in Richard Oyoade's The Double, and demonstrated an appetite from audiences to engage in meaningful debate. This year we have widened the conversations in partnership with other independent cinemas in Northern Ireland and Wales, online and through social media to open up engagement to audiences across the UK and to explore a specific theme, how film and filmmakers have addressed and do address the impact of conflict. The impact of conflict theme arose out of 2014's commemoration of the start of World War I this centenary was of course cause for reflection on the scale and impact of that war and the immense global repercussions which still ripple to this day. You just have to think about the recent screen adaptation of Vera Britton's Testament of Youth to see our continued interest and fascination in stories emanating from World War I. The impact of war, any war, is not confined to the period between dates but goes wider and deeper. It shapes people, society, places and politics. As I write this, the Chilcot inquiry into the 2003 Iraq war is causing political fallout. And Clint Eastwood's The Sniper divides audiences in its portrait of one man's experience of that war. As a subject, conflict has always drawn filmmakers, whether driven by political or social ideals, or inspired by more humanitarian concerns. Now, however, with conflict continuing across the globe, the political resonance of film is becoming ever more significant as a mechanism for observation and reportage, or a means to document, a medium for comment and protest, a tool for learning and understanding, and for opening up discussion and debate. Through such films as the forthcoming portrait of the 60s civil rights in Selma, the search for reconciliation in The Look of Silence, Joshua Oppenheimer's follow-up to his astonishing and disturbing The Act of Killing, and Timbuktu's revealing drama of the recent radical jihadi insurgency in Mali. Conversations about cinema will focus on a variety of themes, including racial tension, human rights violation, extremism, migration and displacement. Again, whilst writing this, I read reports that Timbuktu has been pulled from cinemas in Paris, then reinstated, because the powers that be realised it was not advocating terrorism, but rather critiquing it. Further evidence that film, whether about a historical or contemporary conflict, has the power to open up meaningful debate and discussion. This month we have the aforementioned Selma opening at Watershed. This is the first major film focusing on Martin Luther King and the marches in Selma, Alabama, 
which were decisive in shifting government and public opinion about civil rights and the vote for black citizens. It is extraordinary to think that this took place in our lifetime and it was only 50 years ago that arguments and violence were involved in giving a section of the American community the vote. However, the resonance of that moment in the 60s still reverberates today. I was talking to a colleague who was thinking of a title for a talk on this subject and came up with From Selma to Fruitvale Station. The latter film telling of the events leading up to the death of Oscar Grant, a 22-year-old black man who was killed by police officer on New Year's Day in 2009. Most recently, there was the case of Eric Garner who was killed by police through a chokehold and his dying words, I can't breathe, became a viral rallying cry. It is into the context of these contemporary events that you can imagine the impact in America of revisiting the events of Selma in the 60s and the cinematic reimagining of Martin Luther King. There is a tragic trajectory from King's I Have a Dream to Garner's I Can't Breathe. How will Selma resonate in the UK? We have invited a range of speakers to contribute their thoughts through introductions to screenings, writings which we will publish on conversationsaboutcinema.co.uk and through Twitter at Convo Cinema. And if you see the film at Watershed, we have a notice board where you can contribute written thoughts. It seems to me now, more than any other time in its brief history, film, rather than being an escapist form of entertainment, is opening up rich seams of issues about our world and which can engage audiences' appetite for discussion, debate and dialogue. For more information on Selma and the events, visit watershed.co.uk. I'm joined now by Hilary O'Shaughnessy, who's a producer with Watershed's The Playable City. Hilary, you've just started recently at Watershed. What's your take on The Playable City? Uh, the Playable City project I kind of knew about for a few years, so I've been following it from Ireland um, as it grew. And uh, I would come from a play practitioner background as well as producing, so I would be part of like an international network of play people. And definitely the Playable City stood out as somebody who was taking the idea of play in cities and making a bold move forward, as opposed mm. to just doing local small events. They said, no, let's make work for cities, one big city at a time, and let's really challenge artists and support them, you mm. know. Um, to make big work and to bring big ideas forward. So that's why I was attracted to the project initially. And then the quality of the work that's created in it was incredible. So in their conference last year, so it's really, they made a bold statement and they're, they're matching what they set out to do, hmm. really. You know. And you're saying you, you were involved in play before, what, in what capacity, what was it that you were doing? Uh, first, I just started to explore play festivals as they started to pop up over Europe, just going to them and just being curious about this kind of, not new art form, but this new expression of an old art form that was happening. And because it kind of mixed technology and theatre and different forms of art, it sort of existed in its own world. I was interested in that. And then I um, sort of then began to make games myself and how you, weirdly, a lot of this stuff happens so internationally that a lot of people go to other countries to show their work because if they show them locally, they won't be understood or nobody will turn up because mm. they think plays for kids or things like that. Mm. So you end up going traveling around <laughs> this family around kind of Europe and America, testing out games and 
and what, what the community. Uh, you know, when you, you hear the word games, particularly in a digital age, you think, you know, you immediately think of computer games, but but this is this is much wider than uh, computer games. I mean, this is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think games are one very specific form of play, and even though there's like many many formats within that, uh, so I think definitely aligning with play opens it up to different art forms as well, not just games, but it can be playful visual art, playful interactive art. Um, and it can be site-specific or digital or screen-based or anything like that. So it really opens up the, the options. Mm-hmm. And what, um, from a distance then, what was the you know, project that was coming out of Watershed that excited you? Um, originally, like way back, I came to the sandboxes, like a theatre sandboxes, and I came to the IDOX festival, and right. so I'd been to lots of events here, and I liked the approach. But uh, definitely, I had been fans of Pan Studio, who won the Hello Lamppost with their Hello Lamppost piece uh, in was, that was 2013. That was the that first, was the first big one, winner, yeah. yeah. And I'd been following them before it, so that really, um, I was really delighted to see that partnership pop up in that way because mm. they really they put a lot of thought and care into interactive work there's never anything is just put in without a really good reason mm. for it being there and I think that's that ethos now has spread into the rest of the award and the conference mm. is really questioning why people do things mm. as opposed to just sort of spectacle or show. The Playable City has really become quite an uh, international um, phenomenon as well yeah, I mean, it, it starts in Bristol, but it's it's spread all over the world. And, and Hello Lampus is going to be in South by Southwest in Austin. But not just that, but the concept of the Playable City has been picked up as well, and that's spreading internationally. And people are referring to Bristol as the original Playable City, and that's that's really exciting. So how, how can people get involved in the Playable City? Well, we have a couple of exciting announcements coming soon, which I can't tell you about yet but if you keep an eye on the uh, watershed website if you follow the playable city links or you can keep an eye on our twitter handle which is at playable city um or pop into the building and ask us about it because we'll tell you as well but um yeah we've got we've got big plans for 2015 so it's going to get bigger and better thanks hillary that's all for this month